Hello everyone, Alan Mishra here from VitalityExplorers.com, where we try to help you live your most vital life. Sign up for a free text message newsletter at VitalityExplorers.com. We cover uh, specific scientific articles associated with your physical, mental, social, and or spiritual well-being. You can also sign up and uh, Substack under Vitality Explorers for access to this podcast and or the articles. Now, this week, we're going to cover some really interesting stuff, and we're going to jump right into it. We're going to learn what is best to drink during COVID, why finishing college decreases the risk of dementia, and if deep breathing beats Ambien to help you sleep. So jump right in. Um, I think the important thing to know is that champagne, the headline, <clears throat> excuse me, the headline is champagne and wine can beat beer and booze in the context of COVID. Let's talk about that. So uh, they actually looked at this, a study, uh, this was done out of the UK where they were looking at um, 473,000 subjects, and they have a database there that they can query, uh, 16, about 16,000 of which tested positive for COVID. And what they did is a logistical regression analysis of the association with alcohol consumption and uh, the risk of uh, contracting COVID and or mortality associated with COVID. And there was an interesting uh, association with the type of drinks that people had. Uh, now, again, this is not causative. This is an associative, uh, uh, um, you know, study that was, was done. And you can uh, find the study and the full art, uh, abstract of the article on Substack. But what we found, what they found is champagne and wine are better than booze and beer. Now, doubling your alcohol consumption increases your risk of COVID. So I'm not suggesting people drink here. What I am suggesting is <clears throat> that if you are going to drink, it seems like red wine, white wine, and champagne have a uh, chance of reducing your risk of, of, of COVID. And that beer, uh, hard cider, and spirits um, increase your risk and they're not recommended during COVID. Now, what they have is this, again, this sort of uh, odds ratio plot, which you can see on the Substack Vitality Explorer site uh, that shows that red wine, white wine, and champagne actually, inter and interestingly, had a slightly lower risk of COVID compared especially to beer, hard liquor, and uh, those uh, hard ciders. So again, if you're if you're drinking during COVID, reach for the bottle of wine or champagne versus uh, <laughs> versus having maybe even a beer or certainly alcohol or hard cider. Uh, check out the references uh, on Substack for further details. Now we're going to move on to the second one, which is can completing college help prevent dementia later in life. Now, scientific data, again, in a study, everything we cover here on Vitality, uh, Vitality Explorer News is associated with a specific study. Um, if I say something is my is an opinion, I will let you know, but I can back this up with a, a paper that was uh, entitled College Education is a Modulator of the Aging Brain. Now, what they looked at is, is people who were college-educated older adults, 65 years and older, uh, and they had uh, exhibited less of a decline in their brain network organization compared to peers without a college degree. Um, now, the commentary in this uh, published article in Nature Aging suggested, quote, education can now be sustained as a modifiable and self-determining contributor to the aging uh, brain health. So what that kind of means is 
at least maybe in your formative years when you're when you're in school or considering going to school, if you finish up your degree, um, you have a decreased risk of dementia later in life. Uh, that's that's quite an interesting study, and they were looking at again these networks in the brain and whether or not a college education pro provided some long-term resilience. Uh, my takeaway from this is that education at any age is likely to help combat cognitive decline. And probably the most important thing I learned in college is not any of the specific pieces of information, but really how to learn. So if you wanna, um, if you wanna prevent dementia later in life, finish your college degree. Now, the final one is, can breathing be as good as Ambien to help us sleep? And again, check out vitalityexplorers.com if you want to receive these nuggets, these info snacks of vitality enhancing information on your phone once a week. Uh, the answer to that is, uh, Ambien can maybe, or excuse me, deep breathing may be as good as Ambien. And this is a very interesting set of information that's covered again on the Substack article, uh, because poor sleep has become an epidemic. It was an epidemic even before COVID. And there are many reasons why we don't sleep well. Um, a, a racing mind is one of them, uh, where it's sort of out of control and many of us suffer from this issue. We may not be able to, we may be able to fall asleep, but then we wake up thinking and worrying too much about whatever's going on in our lives. And then we have difficulty getting back to sleep. This obviously leads to feeling poorly the next day and the health impacts of feeling sleepy are manifold. Um, you can be irritable, you can have a headache, you can feel unwell. And what I've found, and this is now backed up with some significant data, is that deep breathing is a zero-cost option that can help us settle our minds. So let's, expo let's explore this for a second more, because I think it's, this is an important one. Deep breathing can induce calm, or deep breathing to induce calm has been around for centuries. So yoga instructors often employ it at the end of a class. Uh, until recently, the mechanism underlying this induction of calm, however, was not known. So researchers at Stanford a couple years ago uncovered a pathway in an elegant experiment. They carefully identified neurons in mice that were respo responsible for you know, various types of breathing. And then they showed that slow breathing induces tranquility via a specific pathway uh, from the breathing center in the back of your brain to other regions that are like the, the attention centers in your front of the brain. Again, check out this article that I put together on Substack if you want to look at the graphics and the references. But the diagram that is up there basically shows this pathway that when you're doing deep breathing exercises, it helps literally calm down your frontal lobe. So if you got this racing mind, if you wake up in the middle of the night, uh, my version of this is I try uh, to take um, five to ten deep breaths in and out um, three or four times. Okay, and then it's it's sometimes fascinating to me is that later I'll fall asleep and wake up in, in the morning. I'm like, well, what did I do? Oh, I did my little deep breathing thing that put me back to sleep. Uh, and maybe it's because I understand the science a little bit better. In fact, I think that's a lot of it. I wasn't too much into the yoga breathing before, but now that I know that there is literally a pathway in the back of your brain that when you are breathing in a slow and rhythmic fashion, it helps calm down the front part of your brain, which is where all that anxiety or racing of your, your mind comes from. It's helped me be more diligent about doing deep breathing as a way to calm myself. Now, one other hack for me is when I'm putting or when I'm playing golf, either on the tee or on the green, I probably should do it in between as well. I'll take a few 
quiet but deep breaths and exhale, maybe three or four or five. And I don't know why, but it seems to be working. So I'm not a, I'm not a golf instructor, but consider a little deep breathing if you're doing some sort of uh, athletic activity, and it might help calm you down. So again, all this information is up um, on the Substack Vitality Explorer uh, site. And you can also join us in Vitality Explorers by simply uh, uh, registering for free at vitalityexplorers.com, and you will receive each of these on your phone every Monday morning uh, in a little text message with links to the Substack articles. Uh, our, our community is growing. Uh, I really appreciate um, uh, people sending in articles. Uh, the alcohol one was sent in this week by uh, one of our Vitality Explorers, CJ. Thank you very much for that. Keep them coming, and I hope everybody has an awesome and very vital week.